1: Yeah. expect killings red spilling and flesh ripping impressive in it the death bringing his head spinning just kidding every word in this song's about two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog hey guys uh welcome to the wolf in our podcast we've got another little installment for you and <laughs> it's gonna be a bit of a crazy one uh because tom I believe, just talking to Tom before we came on air, hasn't had a great night's sleep. What exactly is going on with you, Tom?
0: Do you know you are busting that kind of this morning vibe? <laughs> like, because you've been, because <laughs> you've been out of Portugal with like your 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 for most
1: of my adult life. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you've been out of Portugal now for two years. Um, you've, yes. got this, <laughs> you've got Honestly, this. Honestly, us expats? We just fucking want Britain out of the EU. <laughs> you love being in the eu uh (laughs) mate i had a terrible night's sleep right what happened 2 a.m this morning i hear some sounds downstairs Mm. and i am like you know that have you had this where i just literally i I didn't just wake up it was like (laughs) i wake up right and i'm like shit, someone's trying to get in the house or someone's already in the house i have alarms i have alarms and yeah, you know, the house is alarmed up, but I'm like, maybe they've bypassed the alarm, there's some fucking And just 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 people
1: listening, Tom is Tom does have alarms. He's not just saying that because he's just panicked about <laughs> giving away the
0: level of security at his home. I'm gonna get more because last night was a fucking fit. Th- so I, I I hear it, I flick the camera What did you hear
1: what can you can you sort of describe
0: what I hear some knocking like? about, right? And then I hear some sort of like yeah, just like just general sort of knocking sound. Sounds like the back door's been knocked. <laughs> Like yeah, that. Okay. doesn't right.
1: need. I would argue doesn't need a demonstration. <laughs> um, Sounds like somebody's knocking at the back door.
0: I freak out, right? Jump out of bed, mm. and then I'm I'm in go mood, right? Uh, yeah. Anxiety. Well, what's
1: Catherine doing at this point? Sleeping.
0: All right. All right. Anxiety turns to adrenaline. Adrenaline is so pumping. She's she's,
1: she's she's sending them away. Got no idea that the no. king of the castle's stepping up, ready to protect his Mate, homestead.
0: So I take the stairs like three by three, right? Three jumping down the stairs, I Mm. sprint into the living room. Right, yeah, Uh, just in my underpants. Right, yeah. Half of me. I imagine. I
1: imagine at this point, anyone has
0: has been scared away at this stage. Yeah, well, you know the The thing about it is, like, there's a part of you when you think you're going to get burgled, right? And Mm. like, you haven't got time to sort of pick out an outfit because there's a chance if the burglar's got a little bit about them, they might be carrying a knife or a gun. Sure, because
1: you don't want to be. You you know, you're in the dark and you're thinking, what can I put on that's scary? (laughs) Do you know what I mean, that sort not of just scary. Look, oh, good. <laughs> no, but, but you know, I could throw down
0: if you could bust up in a Stone Island jacket and a pair of fucking yeah. like sort yeah. of let's like, fucking go, let's go, a Timbal- like fucking Timberland's rugged boots, and then come down like you're dressed for a fucking row on fucking Green Street. There's a good chance that they'll go, oh yeah. shit! But yeah. smash down a Stella on your way down the stairs in a pair of Homer Simpson <laughs> underpants and oh, briefs. You-
1: <laughs> by the way, he's not even got boxes on.
0: He wanted, a bit of, he wanted a bit of extra security last night. Yeah, just that security. You get your balls all nice and tight. <laughs> right? So, no, but my thought is like, if you if the guy attacks you when you're down there, a guy or a girl could yeah. be either, like, then you have to get sent to hospital and you're just in your underpants. I always think that's the sure. worst fucking vibe, right? or naked, if you sleep naked, because you sleep naked, yeah. right? No, I, 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 I have slept
1: naked once. I found oh, it deeply disturbing. I've got to be honest with you. What I just sort like? of feel. Like, I, look, I, I, I'm a very, I'm a very, I would consider myself very hygienic, right? Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. consider myself very hygienic. Regardless of that, sleeping naked made me feel like I needed to set fire to the sheets.
0: It's a weird feeling, isn't it?
1: I just, don't, I, I just sheet against dick and ass. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I don't know. Do
0: you have satin I or silk know. sheets?
1: No. no. <laughs> The way you asked that question was like, those are the only two options. you have
0: satin or silk? No, but it's a weird thing. Like, so I was glad that I had underpants on. Uh, As was, as was the potential burglar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because the last, the last thing you want to do is disturb a burglar whose first reaction is to laugh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just saying to his mate, so I've broken his house, the bloke turns up. I've only woken up the owner. It turns out I think he wanted to fuck me. <laughs> Massive ogre like fella, but fuck yeah, just, me beefing, tiny himself, just dick. Beefing, <laughs> beefing himself up as much as he could just to avoid
0: humiliation. Slapping it on the way down the stairs. <laughs> he did that thing where he hunched his shoulders. But no, we were both embarrassed, <laughs> to be fair. Um, so no, I took the TV, and he was quite alright with that. <laughs> I, it was. I, I told him I'd take the TV, and I wouldn't tell anyone what the size of his dick was, and we agreed that was a fair deal. I'm obviously yeah watched. Uh... Well he the just before I come down uh, and now tell everyone about his tiny dick. Um <laughs> so I get downstairs and uh his bait like is my fucking dog has like decided to have a walk round. He never does this. He's walking around the house, knocking things over uh, in the dark. He's usually quite he's you, you know, and he makes a real racket, right? I'm like like there's a part of me that's just like sailing and then just looking at him him looking at me mm. it was a real it was actually worse than a burger because he saw me mm. scared the general has he never him.
1: ever ever done that before
0: Not not that sound Not that sound not that not that loud he, he might have a little trot about but he was knocking things around and fucking yeah right so i let him out for a piss um and uh yeah i sort of stood there in the cold air i, just, I mean you wouldn't know this because you're out in, 40 degrees heat at the moment in Portugal but it's pretty nippy over here it's pretty cold mm. uh, so mm. I stood out there in the cold well, back air. Back tonight mate don't worry about that. Breath just fucking out there just sort of uh, one of my neighbours was having a party um, yeah I just sort of stood there just thanking the Lord really that you know we hadn't been broken into.
1: One of your neighbours was having a party last night?
0: Yeah a massive party do you have that? On a Sunday night? Sunday always bank holiday innit? Oh of course it is. 2am yeah, yeah. yeah. vibes brother 2am mm. mm. vibes. Um, yeah, yeah. Music do you go with your
1: neighbours? Yeah, 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 they're sweet people. But like how That's close were you to getting an invite to that?
0: I don't think. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have gone if, if I'd been invited. No, but I mean, like you know, we, we, do you reckon you're on a long list? Uh, these people like a party. They like they will have what every bank holiday, every sort of like every occasion. There seems to be a party. They live like three, four doors down from me. Right. Okay. It's like you know when you can say it's, it's been a kid's birthday during the day it's crept into yeah. the night and someone's fucking cool. snuck out and got a little bit of whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then you can hear sort of adults at 2am sort of listening to a fucking George Ezra jumping up and down on a fucking bouncy castle.
1: You've got to question your life choices <laughs> when you're smashing through a bit of bugle on a kid's third birth, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but
0: you can tell that's what's going down. Yeah, you're like 2am.
1: Doing the line, doing doing line behind the bouncy castle.
0: 2am I'm standing there in my underpants outside in the freezing cold, looking at my dog take a piss. Um, listening to some people taking copious amounts of drugs, jumping up and down the bouncy castle and laughing and thinking, at least if there'd been a burglar, I'd have had some sort of event of this evening.
1: <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I, 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 I think in any context, in any kind of circumstances, listening to other people having a good time while you're having a quiet night just makes you feel sad. Like what What, what you did... There's nothing wrong with what you did, right? You went
0: to bed a normal yeah. time. Yeah, let me right? just Fine. say it away. I, I did like when we said we said this. Like, even if I was at that party, I still wouldn't be there at two two a.m. I can no, tell you no, now those sure. days are gone.
1: Yeah, but, I, but you've done you've done you've done nothing wrong there. There's nothing no. sad about what you've done. You've gone to bed at a normal time. You've been woken up by the dog. You thought there's a burglar. Arguably, quite an admirable thing you did. You jumped up. I would have woken up later in a heartbeat and go, "Fucking hell, what's that? what's that?" Would you really? What's that? What you look that that is? Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Really. Yeah, because I don't trust... Because I need someone else to be oh, in the you know the what you were going to say? You what?
0: You were like, oh, just like, I don't trust myself not to fuck a guy up if I fucking go downstairs. No, no,
1: no. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I was going to say I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself to make the right decisions in those situations. You, like, know,
0: you know, a guy was telling me the other day, right, on. just on this, right, I had a driver the other day, lovey geezer, telling me that his house, someone tried to burgle his house, he went out with right. a bat and chased him down the street, right, and then right. got told by the police that if he... They'd done anything, he'd be in a load of trouble. So you you can protect your house, but I think you've just got to ask them to leave when you when you get downstairs. Okay, but uh, but what I don't understand about that is they know that you don't want them
1: to be there. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so what happens is you, what you go downstairs, and you go, sorry, I'm gonna just say we we would actually like to keep our stuff, so can <laughs> you just leave? No, oh, f- oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, misreading oh, the situation. Okay, mate, sorry
0: misread the situation. Oh, I, thought, I thought
1: this stuff was surplus to requirements but now
0: we have had a chat of you we realize actually rather we weren't uh, in no home. no 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 shake it, mate shake it. no 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 i actually respect what no, you're doing but you know
1: what fair fair play to be yeah. up front i've worked you hard know. for this
0: stuff and uh, I, i'm just not ready to let it go at the moment
1: <laughs> oh do you know what mate we came in a lot of the time you come in these hours you think these people don't even know they own this stuff but <laughs> you what. come down and you said you said you like it you, you're yeah. proud of your ownership of it. Do you know? What? We will leave. And I'm sorry for waking you up. No, sorry. no,
0: no, 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 no. Serious, mate. Take a take a Twix each from the fridge. A couple of cans of Coke. Um, oh, you are a scholar <laughs> and a gentleman. Thank you very much. Cut the doors down. There's a party going on. They're all out of their fucking heads. I'm pretty much sure that if you were <laughs> yeah. uninvited, they wouldn't even know who you are. Just, you know, and nick their stuff.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I used to work at KFC. Yeah. And, um, the the assistant manager at the KFC that I worked at was an absolute. He wasn't. I was about to say he's an absolute lunatic. It was a very unfair uh, summary of that guy. He also, was really just quickly, s-
0: I love the idea of someone who's a psychopath who ends up at KFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just, it's the only. It's the only thing that I can sort of keep everything in check. Do you know what I mean? It's just uh, I put I put all of my rage into that chicken.
0: Um, I used to be so hard. I used to be so tough.
1: You're allowed to keep. Any of the I I work there as a vegetarian, by the way. So yeah. uh, I ate about, I reckon, rough estimate, 300 corn on the cobs during my time working there. Um the assistant manager there was a like a really like massive geezer, really nice bloke. Yeah. I won't name him, but um what he used to do was every, every now and again we used to do the pub, we used to do like the we I used to do Friday and Saturday nights, right, when I was at school. So I was like 17, 18, it was like one of my first jobs. So he used to work at Friday, Saturday night. And so you'd be there when the pubs kick out. And you'd almost every week, you'd get threatened or something like that. Or somebody would throw something at you or whatever. It a carnage, right? And the assistant manager, what he would do is when things were kicking off, he would take one of the, you know, the fry baskets. Yeah. And he'd just put it in the oil, right? And he'd say to somebody kicking off, come and tell me over here, right? Come and tell me over what You want to say, come and tell me over here, right? And and it never happened. Like, nobody ever came over the counter. I said to him, why do you always do that? And he said, because once they come over this side, you're allowed to do... I, I don't know if this is true. Jesus Christ. He said, once they come over this side, you're allowed to do whatever you want to. They, they've trespassed. <laughs>
0: so <them."> sinister. <laughs> so See? sinister. Is that why you, you're heating up the rack in that hole? No, no, no. Yeah. That is just for the chips. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just because I like to get Ed started in case I want a family feast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so fucking weird. He put the basket there. You go, hey, mate. We actually need that to do some. Fr- no, I need it. <laughs> no, I need to it. smash this guy's fucking just,
0: face. Just, yeah, with a hot oh, fucking. Hell.
1: That is nuts. <laughs> I like So it. aggressive. I used to get uh, guys come in and they would just try and threaten free food out of here. Yeah. So like what what you know like because a lot of the time if you kick off people just go fucking have whatever. Or you just get people come in and just properly start shouting and screaming at you, threatening to beat you up just so you'd give them a zinger. Oh, grift as well. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah, I haven't had to pay for this. I've threatened this zinger burger. <laughs> it's fucking tasty. Man. I left yeah. a 17-year-old yeah. kid crying, but it's worth it. <laughs> you know the best kind of zinger wings when, you,
0: when, you, when you've been really aggressive towards one of the staff yeah. there.
1: I'll t- I tell you what I call a zinger when you call a member of staff a <laughs> That's my zinger. <laughs> I pay for the chips, to
0: be fair. <laughs> got an apple pie <laughs> So you know I used to the thing I used to love you know when you went out like late in had a late night session right yeah I used to love being friends with the people who worked in like those sort of uh, like in, <laughs> I used to love knowing their names uh, and their little laughs this is such a dress is- <laughs> thing <laughs> this, is- this is by the way by the way
1: I'm saying oh god I am guilty of this as well, right? But I know what you're about to say.
0: <laughs> you see, I the most tragic thing, right, is when all your mates have, like, copped off with someone, right? And they're all sort of like, oh, and you go, okay, now i just going to go eat a kebab. And then, oh, God, I feel sick even saying this. I'd then hang around at the kebab, kebab shop chatting to the guys. Like I was one, like, like I worked there. I'd go and yeah. go, hi, guys, hey you doing? You're like, yeah, 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 you well? Yeah, 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 good, good. I'd just get a large dollar. And then I'd sort of stand in the corner and eat it. And have a conversation with them. And mm. yeah, you know. mate, I did the same thing, bro. I did the same thing. All your have mates it. have like paired off with someone, and you <laughs> you were there pairing <laughs> off with Zerkov. Just, <laughs> just standing there in a confab comp- shop in the corner. You're on your own, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, all sort of on i I come here every week about this time.
1: <laughs> and then he starts telling starts <laughs> telling other customers about you. Oh, he, this guy, a uh, big Arsenal fan, he's <laughs> <it's> your doctor. <laughs>
0: Standing there like the fucking, like an ornament in a kebab shop. The only person who's used the table properly. Just please, are you in the queue, mate? No, 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 no. I finished no, my no, food. No, no. I, finished I, my, I
1: finished my food a while ago. I've it's been here since half half twelve, chair.
0: mate. All my mates, no, they've all gone off now. I couldn't find them at the end of the evening, so I popped in here. Just coming here, most, most, most Thursdays, Fridays. I'm in here. To, for be, honest,
1: to be honest with you, I come out. I come out. I'll say the. Uh, I, I was saying to uh, Ash here, <laughs> I was saying actually, we go out. This is the bit of the night I look forward to the most. Coming you in know, and getting, getting a little chicken.
0: <laughs> the saddest thing is, try the garlic sauce
1: in here; it's lovely. Do you know what? Ask <laughs> them to do. Ask them to do you a special chop chip pit. It's not on the board. It's not on the board, but trust me, it's
0: amazing, Davy. People what, who come what, here though, what kebab shop you at, mate? What You know the one with the big tool geezer who comes here every Friday. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'll meet you by the sad Asian bloke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. They're trying to get you a minicab just to get you home safely. That's that's the thing where people felt so sorry for you. God, and, and I remember like even sort of telling people how good the pitters were. These pitters are so doughy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man,
1: Sad. The, the, no, uh, listen. I, don't wanna, uh, I, I feel I worry sometimes that we're guilty of like getting into sort of feeling sorry for ourselves on we podcast a bit. But I just I've lost count. I lost count of the number of nights during my twenties where my friends would pull, and I
0: would just be fucking. Oh my it's just so embarrassing. Let me tell you, as a man in his late teens, early twenties, right, or through his twenties. There is nothing more tragic, right? Than leaving a place on your own, having a solo kebab, having a chat about football and life with the guys who work in the kebab shop, then getting in a minicab home and listening to Magic FM, right? Because <laughs> if there's one thing that's fucking going to make you take stock, stock of your life, right, is fucking Leanne Rhymes or someone coming on at fucking 2 a.m. when you're just sitting on your own, <laughs> yeah. muttering along the fucking words. Yeah. Just, just saying to the taxi driver, this is actually a good one. A, a <laughs> Do you mind turning it up? Not uh, standing in a mini cab queue on your own. It was like, you know, yeah. after you've sat and eaten your kebab in the kebab shop. I know. I know.
1: Or, or reading up on Beshiktas so you've got something to chat about <laughs> the next time you go in. <laughs>
0: Oh, my I'm thinking about going to Turkey next year, actually. Me and the lads. I do uh, Yeah, I don't know if you've got any family out there who've got restaurants. I can always go sit in there after they've pulled in the front. It's <laughs> oh a <laughs> story God. of fucking, like, oh, fella Fedoraki. It's like a fucking group, like a fucking <laughs> group on Facebook that have got pictures of me and you would be on that wall of pe- people are yeah. sad people. It doesn't matter where you are in the world, you just like, lurked up. I've
1: got to be the only person that's gone to Falaraki. they had the same holiday that a priest could have had. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I see where the nuns go, just let your hair down a bit, mate. <laughs> when, when when me and Catherine were out in uh, out <laughs> in uh, Crete this year, there's Malia right in Crete, and I went there yeah. years and years ago, and there was a part of me that wanted to get in the mix of like sort of like re- like going back there as a sort of like 42 year old with, yeah, I think I went out there I was 18, 19, and thinking oh, I know so much more about life, and then I sort of sat there and thought number one I'd be going on my own because Catherine would just go, yeah, you know, there's a chance she'd just go. Uh, there's no coming back from you going to Malia on your own, right? Yeah. And I was like, maybe it could be cool, like, one last dance, you know, just going to sort of, like, you know, life's changed. I could go there and just sort of see what it's like. And then I thought, it, it would just, I'd, I'd end up in a kebab shop on my own, but I'd be 42. And it's mm. like, yeah, I remember going there and just literally, like, this is a really tragic thing. I remember, like, standing in Malia, in, like, having a mm. kebab late on, and literally looking at people we having fun around me and feeling very alone. <laughs> Going back to an apartment block where the walls are painted with laughter and fun. Lying mate, in a bed I, on I, your I, own. I, 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 Mate, I can relate to it. I can relate to it so Lying much. Lying in bed on your own, right? Getting an early night in Malia, hoping that your friends feel sorry enough for you that they don't shave off your eyebrows. <laughs> that is, it's a low, man.
1: Mr. Low. And and the and the worst thing is is that like, I know if you're anything like me, like I was in those situations, you really allow yourself to feel properly sorry for yourself. Like, oh, you're not mate. even a hero, but you just properly wallow in it, don't oh, you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just lying in bed like, Okay, well I guess this is my life. <laughs> just wanted to come out and have a good time, but I can't. You're still I the wrong one like just, this and my you're name's I'm just
0: playing in the background. <laughs> I know, I'll tell you what was Fucking a CD of Jagged Little Pill by Alice like that. (laughs) (laughs) Just listening to fucking.
1: I I, I was the wrong age for it, but I tell you what. what, I tell you what. If it had come out when I was in those, days, I would have listened to fucking Katy Perry Firework (laughs) over and over again.
0: Ironic was the one. I remember just lying there listening to that. That's true. yeah, Yeah. Alanis Morissette on fucking loop, right? Yeah.
1: It's like being in
0: Falaraki but
1: standing on your own. <laughs>
0: Everyone getting in at four in the morning. Do you all want toast? <laughs> of course, good having you here, mate. It's like having your mum here. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember going to Falaraki, right? I think I was 19. Uh, one of the guys I went with, right, uh, jumped in the swimming pool head first in the shallow end and broke his neck, right? And I was still the person most people that on that holiday felt sorry for. <laughs>
1: did that really happen?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he recover fully? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, I hope he did. Otherwise, it's, what it's a horrendous story. It He's a scaffolder now. I don't think it was a break-break. It was sort of more like of a shattering. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But I sort of still left that holiday being the most tragic person there. Have you ever been in a situation where you a, thought a the woman house actually was A wanted br- to continue <laughs> a conversation? No. No, <laughs> He thought the house was getting broken into.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, a few times I would say a few times it's happened. You hear a noise
0: or whatever. Yeah,
1: I, I'm really bad. Like for um, every now and again, I'll stay up later than, than or you come back from a gig or whatever.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. and everyone else is asleep.
1: You manage to uh, you manage to freak yourself out a bit. But something happened here the other night where um, Lisa. I uh, basically I was brushing my teeth. Right, we were about to go to bed. And I came outside, I came out, sort of walked out the bathroom, and Lisa sort of like, looking down the stairs, sort of furtively, sort of looking a bit nervous or whatever. And I said to her, um, what's going on? What Are you all right? She goes, yeah, yeah. I said, what are you doing? She goes, nothing, nothing. And I said, uh, are you sure? Nothing. Because she's just so weird at where she was stood. Yeah, yeah. She goes, yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing. And, um, I said, I said, Lisa, what are, you, like, what are you talking about? Why are you like midway down the stairs, sort of looking downstairs? She goes, "Okay, so when I was locking up, when you went upstairs to brush your teeth, yes, I did allow Lisa to lock up when I went upstairs to brush
0: my teeth. Yeah, you're not coming out of this very well, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Normally I lock up, all right. This is one of the few occasions right, when yeah. I when I didn't know. Um, she said, I thought I saw a shadow going across the front of the, the drive, right? And then when you're brushing your teeth, I heard something. Jeez, man. Um, and look, it was nothing. But what I would say is, this is how much faith she's got in me as a husband. She was going to keep that to herself. like So you wouldn't be scared? Yeah, I, I don't know. that She just thought there's nothing that I could do you know, the, the that lowest, I could contribute to the make her feel safer. if
0: she'd gone, Theo, can you come here for a minute? Charlie, boys! <laughs> Rob, just go and wait in the bedroom, mate. <laughs> We've got to keep your dad safe. Say from whoever's outside and from himself. i tell you what, right? We went a few years ago. Me and Catherine went away and uh, we, we were staying in a villa. And we got there and the guy was showing us around and yeah. showed us the patio doors. And yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, but these don't lock. <laughs> oh my I was God. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't think I slept right for the whole week we were there. Like, genuinely. Like, every time I'd hear something, I'd just be like, oh, fucking hell, I you know, like that's so any creek or anything. Yeah, especially when a house is...
1: I, 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 I sort of
0: operate, this is how I operate mentally. Like there is
1: somebody, or is a group of people that sit outside my house every night in the hope that one day I'll forget to lock one of the windows. Right, yeah. like, like, like the second that one of the doors is unlocked, they go, I fucking told you it was worth waiting here every night. He's done it. He has done it. Now fucking get your, get your big sacks... And let's fill our boats or whatever. I don't know what they carry. You know, <laughs> I, I,
0: what, what, if you're a burglar, what would you what would you carry stuff in? I think that like hessian sack probably still. Yeah, I think. That's a hessian, what I think.
1: Do you, do you, I, I think that. I think that. But then I thought I felt embarrassed to say it.
0: No, I think that like hessian sack because you can fold it up, put in your burglar's jacket. I think a hessian sack is. I think for a burglar that that's probably ninety percent of hessian sacks are people pretending to be Santa Claus and burglars are using those. And yeah. actually, fucking shame on the people who make hessian sacks now. Yeah. Because yeah. You know, I think probably back in the day it'd have been an old head bag, but then you've got to go. What can I get in a head bag? Really, mm. it depends, mm. I suppose. If you if you're going to a burglary with a head bag, you're you're it's a sparse old. You know what you're, you're going to get in a head bag? Probably a NutriBullet, uh, a couple of badminton rackets, yeah, <laughs> uh, running shoes, well, a towel, maybe some some like crisps and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna come back tomorrow and get some more stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is going to take fucking ages.
1: It's going to be about a month before I get everything <laughs> I want to get from that house. <laughs> Start bringing shit back. That YouTube really got stolen, but it's been brought back. No, I, I, you yeah, a couple of
0: days used it. I didn't know I wasn't getting it. You know out, what? But... I'm not a juicer, mate. I'm not a juicer. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a. You, fact. Have to get, you
1: have to get the fruit and vegetables in in advance. I don't Just think. Just post it out
0: it saying this is broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a weird thing, though. It, you know, uh, uh, well, uh, abroad as well, crickets are the worst things, and the bugs that you get out in Portugal. What are so. those
1: things called? C- circadias? Yeah. Is it yeah circadias? Be careful
0: yeah. of them, because they're very loud. What do you mean, they're, be careful of them? Well, no, they sound human in a weird way. Like, they're, when you hear them...
1: Well, unless that human is doing an impression of a cricket, <laughs> I, I don't...
0: <laughs> no, but there are sounds where you go, oh, shit, what was that? And it, you, I think in England, no insects are up after 8 o'clock. Right. You know, probably moths, that's it. Right. You seldom see flies and bugs after eight o'clock, unless it's a really sunny evening, right? In like Portugal, Mediterranean countries, you've got bugs that are awake 24 7, haven't Mm. it? Yeah. If anything, they're awake more at night than they are at day now. Sure. Yeah. So you've got to be really careful. Mm. We
1: got an email in uh, last week saying that almost nothing we said about butterflies is factually correct. Well, that's not just you; that's both of us.
0: So. Was it a butterfly expert? Yeah, it was. Really? Actually.
1: Not not butterfly expert, butterfly enthusiast.
0: Oh man! Do mm. you think that would probably be like the, the suckiest holiday? Would be me, you, and the butterfly enthusiast are going away. You and I tw- going, the three of us going to the Eden Project. <laughs> no, no, because then the butterfly f- project, like, they're, they're going to be fucking killing it. They're 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 the fucking coolest person there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. They're the they're what the kid when I, when I was younger. Was the oh right guy. okay fine fine yeah let me Sorry, tell you about because... right was tough strong back in the 90s he had a ponytail right he was devilishly handsome uh and he had just this swagger about him he could like you know he used to wear like a sort of before arm. you
1: carry on have you had the decency <laughs> to make up a fake name here? no 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 yeah, okay, was, his name was i'm pretty sure legally <laughs> just so you know I, I'm not a legal expert. I'm pretty sure this puts us on quite shaky ground. No, he
0: was a very cool guy, every,
1: right? Every time you name somebody, yeah. But then we're we have throwing ourselves open that <laughs> is going to think this story about him is positive. You have you seen the news story about that that baby from Nevermind? That from the Nevermind cover suing Nirvana. You seen no. that, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's a bit different. I'm
0: like, yeah, I'm not showing a
1: picture of <laughs> Willie out when he was a kid. Well, fucking Mr. Bath we absolutely fucking
0: career ended, didn't we? <laughs> But so he's not got a legal team, <laughs> right? Was I'm saying was like we're talking about this butterfly huge being at the Eden Project, right? Yeah. At any nightclub in England in the '90s, Stroke Europe in the summer, right? Was yeah. Look like, right, he so he was good looking, long hair, used to bust like a fucking cool looking shirt, jeans, signet ring, Patrick Cox's, right? Yeah. But then out of nowhere, if you're in a karaoke bar with, right. He would get up and sing, and he would sing something like uh, um, The Greatest Love of All, right? How old, how old were you when you two hung out? From about the age of 16. Yeah, so like 19. So
1: it's between 16 and 19, you and your mates would regularly go to karaoke
0: bars? <laughs> no, but they used to have karaoke bars. <laughs> that was your nights. idea of a night out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but they'd have karaoke in some of the cooler bars.
1: I don't, I don't know what I would think <laughs> if I was at a bar and a group of 16 to 19-year-old lads... fucking bang up for the karaoke
0: (laughs) mate. when you were away we used to go to karaoke bars when we were abroad right okay fine and then you know you'd see like all this and then you'd see and he'd just fucking he'd be just drinking a wicked or whatever or a hooch and then he'd just get up and sing like the greatest love of all and he'd turn this guy this guy sang beautifully right he looked like sort of steven seagal vibes and sang like Mm. george michael okay Looked was, like Super Scar, sung like George Michael. Yeah, he was incredible. I think he actually auditioned for the, uh, for the X Factor years later. I heard, anyway. Nothing about this, if I was would I want shared. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him, but I think about him from time to time. Do you ever reach out to people that you used to hang out with? You know what? If there's one person I'd like to see, actually, I'd love to see what the doing now.
1: Yeah, because he happens to be the person we talked about <laughs> for the last few minutes. As I say, you normally sort of uh, want to reach out to people or suddenly become obsessed
0: with people. No, I just think now and again. Yeah, no, do you know what? The one person I'd love to speak to more than anyone
1: else in the world ever is somebody who I've never mentioned up until this point for the year that we've been doing this podcast, but I've been talking about exclusively for the last five minutes from. That's the guy I'm most obsessed with.
0: You know, when I think of there's an amazing uh, Johnny Cash on called a, a Boy Named Sue. you heard it? Okay, no. And at the end of it, he's Is Johnny sort of, Cash good? Because Johnny Cash is amazing. You, you, you and Beckett are both uh, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash, is Cash is advocates. Incredible. Right. Every rapper, every singer learns something from Johnny Cash. Okay. A Boy Called Sue is probably one of the greatest songs ever written. Okay. And there's a line at the end, and he says, I think about him every now and then, every time I try, and every time I win. Right. And that's what I think about. <laughs>
1: I, I do think about people that used to go to school and think it'd be nice to get in touch with them. But occasionally...
0: I, I, I should add, by people. the way, that there's a very good chance that would not even remember me. Like, <laughs> he was a very cool guy. I was in the very outside perimeter. of. A, he was, like, the coolest guy. He he might... It strikes me... At I, pre- I
1: imagine he'd remember the sort of the guy that every time <laughs> he went up and sung at the karaoke he was just sat there with eyes like Puss in Boots from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> just in absolute awe his hero i imagine he'd remember that uh did you have anyone like that that i used to admire yeah yeah loads of people yeah like there's there's i will you know there'd be like people in the i would consider to be the cool gang at school that i would really sort of you know you sort of i imagine you did the same well you've just described it you sort of operate on the fringes of that group yeah every now and every now and again you like you walk past them at break time you say something a few of them laugh. And you're fucking walking on air for the rest of the week.
0: Someone over here, someone describe you as being actually all right. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 he's
1: actually all right. And we got a couple of us going into town, if you fancied. What? (laughs) Little old me? (laughs) Romesh Ranganathan from Broadfield?
0: Don't wear your blazer, mate. Don't wear your blazer. (laughs) Tucking your tie into your shirt, uh, <laughs> undoing your kickers oh.
1: so they're nearly falling off your feet. Just looking in the mirror, playing with, like, how much of your <laughs> shirt you are going to have pulled out or not? Fucking like hyperventilating. Maybe I should have my laces undone. Should I wear the bag with the, with the strap right across the body?
0: <laughs> Everything changes so quickly at school. When you go in the toilets, it's like laces are undone. By the time you come out, oh, you've got to do your laces up. It's really bad for your back.
1: Uh, that that's sort of playing with your uniform
0: yeah, to, to try and
1: make yourself look cool. I spent so much time doing that. I mean, it's amazing. I know uniform's supposed to, like, to stop all of that. It's supposed to, it's, it's meant to be a level playing field, but there was a lot of kind yeah. of... Uh, Let
0: me tell you, the I, I could leave for school in the morning with a pair of trousers that just about fitted, right? And by the time, yeah. fucking, the final bell would ring, they would be too short for me. Like I'd be killing school now. Yeah, literally. Like, bless my parents. We didn't have much money. I went through trousers so fucking much. I literally yeah. didn't have a growth spurt about fucking three, four o'clock in the afternoon. That would be it. Mum would be trying yeah. to sew bits onto the bottom of them.
1: My, my issue was uh, because my waist was so massive in comparison to my height. My mom would... Co- <laughs> my <laughs> mum was constantly cutting the bottom of legs off trousers. Where the waist that she'd have to buy was uh, proportionate to an eight-foot
0: man. <laughs> I was just so long and thin. <laughs> oh, oh god. Man.
1: Okay, should we do some emails? Let's do it, boy. Let's do it. Thanks once again to the Swan. Has she been enjoying doing the emails out there? I think she's found it slightly pressured, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no that's, an ex- that's a complete exaggeration. What I mean is, like, she's wanted to do the job properly, and she's been nervous in ho- that holiday mode Swan, in the same way that I had kind of a breakdown on the last episode about my
0: performance. Yeah, by the that, way, right? loads
1: yeah. of people are saying how amazing you are, so... Yeah, but they've said that because I sort of had a, sort of a bit of bit. Also, a, do you know yeah, that
0: swans are the only birds in the world that don't go on holiday? Is, is that true? Yeah. So emus go on holiday, do they?
1: Yeah, they'll go to different
0: countries. They fly to different Emusville. countries. Emus will. Everything. They're will. flightless. It's a flightless bird. Alright, oh, so they're not a proper bird. They've fucking got no right in call themselves Of course a bird. it's a proper bird. If they can't fly, they're not a fucking bird, are they? What a stupid thing. Like the point that that's literally like I was saying. What no, is an emu? What is an emu then? I tell you what an emu is is probably well it has to come out of a new name for them. A lug. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> if they can't fly, I, I don't think they've got any right calling themselves a bird. I'm sorry. So you're saying so a kiwi's not a bird? No. Like if you can't fly, like right, okay. I think you have to look at stuff and go. The whole point of a bird is they can fly, right? Because otherwise you go... Oh. No,
1: no, this, your obsession with things having a point is part of your problem with understanding existence. Right, so things pigs... Let me point. just say,
0: right, pigs are made to okay. feel fucking stupid because they can't fly. Every time anything like, like you think anything's so ridiculous, you'll go, oh, if c- pigs can fly, pigs should turn around and go, what about fucking eating? Sorry, Tom, Tom,
1: Tom, 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 nobody's said that since 1973, first <laughs> of all, okay? Don't, don't, don't drop that like that, some sort of topical bugbear. I'm just
0: saying, right? <laughs> why are people? Why are people always say pigs might fly? No, I'm saying I, pigs. I, pigs get dug out of, out of all the farm animals for being one. They don't, get, of, d- they don't get
1: that. F- f- okay, first of all, nobody. I, I don't think I've ever heard you say that before today. That's the first thing. Well, no, because I, I don't, don't heard agree any, with it. I don't think I've anyone heard. I don't think I've heard anyone say. Second of all, you're the, you've got to be the only person that interprets that as pigs getting dug out for not being able to fly. <laughs> no, I think it's horrible. I mean, I, right, hell. right. Whoever came out of that, you'd have to be a real fucking snowflake pig to take that
0: as offensive against right.
1: your people.
0: No, right, no. If I was a pig, right, say me and you're pigs, right, and we're sitting in a pen, right? Yeah, doesn't uh, take doesn't take the longest walk right. down imagination lane, does it? That? <laughs> no. <laughs> fa- a farmer's walking past with his son, and his son turns around and goes, "Oh, um, I don't know. Oh, I wonder if you know Charlie's going to bloody uh, have got like the house all nice and neat by the time we." get home and his dad turns around and goes, shit, pigs will fly, right? I would turn around to you as a pig and go, why not cows or horses? Why are we getting dug out all the time? That's what I think of as a pig. Because pigs actually, they, uh, as we talked about before on here, are fucking intelligent and they can understand yeah. exactly what's going out and what's happening. I don't think they can, I don't think they can understand conversations, but... Uh, I think they know if people are taking the piss out of them and making them feel stupid for not being able to fly. And then they're looking over at emus and go, "Why well, fucking don't fly. Why don't you say if emus could fly? They're more fucking stupid than we are. They've got wings and they can't fly. We haven't even got wings. What? What are we supposed to fly with our little tails? Think about it, mate. Okay. Now you're stumped. I'm not stumped. I just sort of, I sort of feel like this conversation needs to come to an end. Right. But all I'm so my point before all this was that swans are the only bird that don't go on holiday. No, the only thing that you consider a bird that don't go on holiday. Right. Okay. Number one, yeah. All right. Emus and whatever who can't go on holiday. Right. They can't just pack a bag and get on a plane, can they? Do
1: you you ever say stuff that you regret? I'll be be honest. Do you know when you went to me, you're stumped there, aren't you? Can can I tell you what was honestly happening? I I just want to own up. I wouldn't normally own up. I was gutted that I'd said the words imagination lane. (laughs) (laughs) That that is... That is what genuinely happened. As soon as I said it, I thought, who the fuck says that? <laughs> and then you carried on talking for a bit, and I was entertained by what you said, but I was sort of railing from it. Do you ever, do you ever have that?
0: Yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't strike me as really having that that much. Oh, I, I do now I, and again. I, now and again. But most of the time, I, I will fight my corner.
1: I know you will. Even, even, and I know, look, we know for a fact that you'll fight your corner even if you know yourself to be wrong, because yeah. you, you being right is much less important than the other person stopping talking. As far as you're concerned in the conversation.
0: Right. So, so just this is, that's the only thing I was saying is of all the birds that can fly swans are the only ones who do not go on holiday. Okay.
1: But do you consider, do you consider birds that can't fly a bird? You're calling them a lug. Is that right? They can call themselves a bird. I haven't got much time
0: for them. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Do do you, do you not think, do you not think you're sort of being slightly contradictory? You're, 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 you're being quite defensive of pigs. Right, yeah, because I think yeah, very get a pigs get bad rap all the time because because right, they provide you peaks, so mate. much yes. of
0: your so much of your basic diet. <laughs> no, right? no, you also think it's, it stinks like a pig. It's like a pigsty in here. Yeah, yeah. pigs don't fly. I just think you smell like a pig's ass. Do you know right? who? Do
1: you know who? You, do you know who you sound like? Who? Do you know who you sound
0: like? Peter. Do you know Peter? Who's <laughs> Peter?
1: You know that you know the the, the animal rights. group? Yeah. Oh you, yeah. D- fact, they, well,
0: actually, that's one of the biggest compliments you've ever
1: paid me. So thank you. Okay. Cool. So they issued a thing. Let me just let me just um, they issued a statement a while ago about exactly what you're talking about, right? Um, and it was like, hold on, hold on, one sec. I just need to find this. So they basically said they're fed up with people using animals in an, in a derogatory way in these sayings, right? Yeah. But but they didn't mention pigs. Actually, they do a bit, right? So here you go. They, they they put out a tweet saying, "Stop using anti-animal language." Okay, and I'm going to give you some examples right. of the
0: phrases that they want stopped and the <laughs> the replacements. Can I just suggested. say, by the way, that yeah, I don't think any animal in the world gets a fucking rough ride that the pigs do. But anyway, that- okay, fine. All right. Yeah. Uh,
1: let's see what you think of these. All right. So first up, so they've got they've got they've given the example that they want stopped, and then they've given a substitution. Okay. All right? Okay. So the first one is. Kill two birds with one stone. They yep. want people to stop saying that, okay? Yeah. You got any suggestions for what the replacement will be? Um I don't know. Hug two birds with one arm. It's not that fair it, I mean, it's not that far <laughs> enough. Feed feed two birds with one scone. That's
0: actually quite sweet, you know.
1: <laughs> I quite like that.
0: Yeah. As long, okay. as, long as all of the birds isn't an emo, he's just walked over. Fucking hell. Okay. Be the guinea pig. Um they want that stopped. Actually, by the way, I think that's actually more than anything, uh, a fucking an, an honour for the guinea pig for someone struggling yeah. It's in. compliment
1: the word you were struggling with. Yeah. For <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I think it is uh, own the guinea pig, maybe. I don't know.
1: No, the problem is the animal being included in the phrase, isn't it? Yeah. It's so be the test tube, is what those sort of oh, suggested.
0: Whew. Why is this? Yeah, yeah okay next one is beat a dead horse uh stroke a dead, ho- dead uh, stroke, stroke a live horse <laughs> <laughs> uh it's actually very close
1: feed a fed horse is what they wow. suggested Wow. Mm. That's, yeah.
0: uh,
1: now this one's a bit closer to your to your heart bear yep. in mind that you're such a pig activist <laughs> they want people to stop saying bring home the bacon another one right
0: well, which i forgot about
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, they're suggesting bring home the bagels. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's not really... You happy I'm, with that? You happy with that?
1: I know for a fact, if you were under the impression that Catherine was bringing home a bag of bacon <laughs> and she revealed it but, to be a bag of bagels, I, d- I don't even know what your fucking reaction no, would be. but I would be
0: happy if the bagels had bacon in them. <laughs> bacon and chicken. Shout out uh, any bagel store, by the way. Still some of the most honourable people in the business.
1: Yeah, shout out all bagel stores.
0: Um, and then the last one,
1: I- I'm sure there's more, but uh, the last one is take the bull by the horns.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, um, Hold the b- bull dearly? No. Take the flower by the thorns is what they suggested. Wow.
1: Now, I actually, uh, I did a tweet saying that I thought that was a load of shit, by the way, when it first happened. And, uh Peter sent my agent an email. Really? So yeah, sort of explaining what they I—I'd I, done a tweet going, "This is why people think that um think that vegans are, are lunatics because of stuff like this." And they got—they sent. An By email the way, to...
0: I just want to make a statement quickly here. Yeah. I am not a
1: vegan. Yeah, I don't think anybody was under that that impression. Even even as you said that and you leant into the microphone, I could smell pork. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, so shout out to the No, Tom, you're, you're, you're anti-vegan, aren't you?
0: <laughs> anti-vegan? I'm not you i am I'm fucking... You hate vegans, you hate vegans. The so. way I look at life is it is a big dance floor and everybody's welcome to come and have a boogie.
1: Mm. It was, I felt a bit harsh on that pork thing. I, I, it I, I,
0: quite, I found it, it quite amusing. I thought it was better, I thought it was better. <laughs> I think it's good. That question, it was funny. Uh, okay. Uh, time for- <laughs> <laughs> You looked so pathetic when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just cause like I don't know. You know who you know. reminded me of then? Go on. Jeremy Corbyn when he was going toe-to-toe with- Oh fucking
1: hell. <laughs> do you know what? Don't get me by the way, don't... I don't Jeremy Corbyn is something that... I don't know if you I know you don't tend to do uh political jokes. <laughs> I uh I made one joke about Jeremy Corbyn on the Ranger Nation and I had to come off Twitter for about two months i'd say why it, it, it was because corbyn fans are like honestly mate militant it was insane like people going uh, like people were messaging me going i will never ever engage with anything you do ever ever again after wow that i mean like when the when the tories got back in I,
0: i'd get messages after the election going happy <laughs>
1: <laughs> happy with your work
0: i, I you it's know what i kind of dig corbyn's vibe he, he seems like mm. a gentle soul yeah he does he really no you like, look general. mate you are like my best bud, right? I look at you and think, you know, we're best good pals. You remind me a lot of Jeremy Corbyn at times, so we—I'll probably get on with Jeremy Corbyn. How
1: do I remind you of Jeremy Corbyn? Definitely <laughs> like not the vegan thing,
0: I guess. Yeah, he's not vegan. I don't believe. <laughs> oh, really? Both Arsenal fans. <laughs> yeah, both wear glasses. Both have beards. Um... I mean, I
1: mean, so far you're also describing yourself. You're aware of this, <laughs> <aren't> you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Actually, if he's not a vegan, <laughs> it's 3 <all. laughs>
1: Uh Okay, let's do emails. Uh, Dear Rom and Tom, this is from Alex Taylor. Yo, AT. Dear Rom and Tom, uh, I've recently just started listening to your podcast while I'm on night shift at work. I know you don't like people complimenting your work, so I call it shit to make you feel good. I'm after some relationship advice. me and my girlfriend have recently split, and my previous two relationships have ended shortly after I've got a new job. My question is, how in your previous or current relationships do you deal with big changes in life decisions? I, I don't hold on. Me and my girlfriend I sort of don't understand this. Me and my girlfriend have recently split, and my two previous relationships have ended shortly after I've got a new job. My question is, how in your previous or current relationships do you deal with big life changes and big changes in life decisions?
0: OK. Uh, Tom. Yo, AT, Um, firstly, I would like to say that, you know, when in big changes, I'd like to think that I was like a small twig on the shoulders of a mighty river, just going with the flow. But life isn't like that because that river will kick every time now and again. The twig will feel uncertain as it hits rapids and such. So what you have to try and do is realize that, when starting a new job or doing any new thing, to try and make it, sort of trying to acclimatize as quick as you can. You know, um, the truth of the matter is sort of like a work-life balance is a very, very difficult thing to strike. I find that hard. I know that Romesh does. Um, and I think it's, especially when something's new and you're probably trying to make a good impression, I think it's sort of trying to make that person in your life feel as important as the new, the new job you've got or, you know, the new things that are happening. Um, I think you know it, it. Yeah, it depends as well what you're doing. I think it's you know I think we all put a lot of emphasis on work, um, because we have to, you know, because that's we all need to earn a living. But um, actually, the other things that we're building are, are, are as important. And I think you've got to put the mileage in there and uh, sometimes make yeah show the sort of attention to those personal things that you show to your work and try and grow within your within your life as you do within your work. My God, that was beautiful. (laughs) I mean, I should take my own advice at some times.
1: Yeah, I mean, you absolutely should. (laughs) Um, Alex, thank you so much for your email. Um, I actually think it's quite an interesting point, this, because I sometimes think about this with Lisa, where, like, when we first got together, I was a teacher. So I just basically... I mean, look, teaching is the most stressful job I've ever done in my life. But I was... You worked during the day... you're marking in the evenings I guess but you don't do a lot of evening work you know you're at home and then suddenly I decided to become a comedian where I was out every night and I was working all hours at God sent so and 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 then I was doing that while I was teaching now I'm not just trying to say that to make it about me but I did think to myself Lisa has now got herself a very different deal to the one she signed up for do you mean like the circumstances of this relationship have changed so much and that can happen a lot you know like as you go through your you know when you get together with somebody you have a very you you get together with someone and 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 you've got whatever job or you're doing whatever you do and then suddenly you might get into a job where you think this is really important to me and i want to go all out to make it work and then that means you're putting yourself into your job but as tom says you've got to make sure you're not neglecting your relationship and if your partner decides that that new situation isn't for them you've both got decisions to make. Your partner's got to make a decision about whether they're willing to carry on in the relationship regardless of the fact that circumstances have changed. And if they're not willing to carry on with that, then you've got to make a decision about whether this job, uh, you're willing to sort of carry that on and potentially jeopardise the relationship or give that job up. I mean, I, I, I wasn't making a lot of money from comedy. We've talked about this a few times, but I wasn't making a lot of money from comedy and I was away a lot. I reckon I was like six months away from quitting and going back to teaching, you know, for the sake of, our kids and for the sake of my relationship you know like so but i always believe that whatever happens is the thing that's supposed to happen so if your relationship ended as a result of you changing jobs that's what was supposed to happen there's no like if you start panicking about trying to make things go in a certain way i just think no good can come from that if, if you change your job and you really love that job and you want to do that job and that's really important to you and that relationship comes to an end as a result and that's what was supposed to happen man do you know what I mean? Because you've you, you got to do what you, what you really want to do, what makes you happy. If being in that relationship makes you happier than the job does, then you've got to th- rethink your job situation. Or you talk to your partner about whether they're willing to sort of make a compromise on that or whatever. Whatever happens is what's supposed to happen. So don't let it stress you out. Too As
0: much. I always say, uh, my friend, is judge the surfer, not the waves. Sure. <laughs>
1: what, what do you mean by that? I mean, it actually sounds quite profound. What do, what do you mean by that?
0: Like, so the waves aren't going to change. The waves are the waves in the sea, right? Right. Yeah, obviously, you know, subsequent to weather and tides and stuff. But, it's but the waves the... do
1: change quite a lot. I mean, every, <laughs> yeah, yeah. every, wave, is, right, every but, wave is different. And know, it's a terrible yeah, example, the waves, isn't
0: it? The waves, no, the waves are very natural, right? They're there, right? Right. If a surfer falls off the surfboard, is it the waves fault or is it the surfers?
1: Okay. But, I mean, my point would be nobody's ever blamed the waves for a surfer falling off. Well, right, I might say it was they? a bit choppy out there today. I don't know. I've, I've never sure. really been around <laughs> surfers. No, yeah. but 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 you're <laughs> confident enough to to use that analogy in this case. I've used it quite a lot recently. I thought about it the other Have day. You, yeah. It actually sounded quite profound. It yeah, yeah. No, quite. it's
0: like any sort of anything that's profound. Sounds profound, sounds great until you've got to explain it. Yeah. Until you're actually surfing and you think
1: every one of these waves is different and they're changing <laughs> all the time.
0: But so no, is life. No so is life, my friend. Right?
1: No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Sure, sure. Mate,
0: if if it was a steady sea, there'd be no surf. Sometimes it's rocky, sometimes it's ripe. Remember that. Oh, God.
1: All right. Okay. Next email. Uh, this is from, I'm going to keep this guy anonymous, but uh, hi, Rom, Tom, and Lisa. Just wanted to start off with how much I'm loving the pod. I've been over enamored with the amount of howling I've been doing yeah. throughout. Thank you very much. It's very wolfy thing to say. Yeah. I've got a question about getting engaged. Uh, I've been with my girlfriend for four years and I'm planning on asking her to marry me on her 30th birthday where we're going to have everyone together to celebrate, including my family too. Is that, does, that, does that mean that the, the celebration is being organised for the proposal? I don't know. I'm old school and I want to ask her dad in advance, but here lies my quandary. He will tell her mum and then the whole of the South Coast will know and she'll definitely tell my girlfriend. What would you advise? Asking the day before and show to secrecy or getting the lawyers involved with an NDA? Ha <laughs> ha. If you're ever on the South Coast again, uh, beers are on me. And an invite to the wedding too. Love to you both. Come on, you Irons. Wow. Um, P.S. James, you're doing a sterling job. A little bit of
0: oh, JT gets some the love there, so, and rightly yeah. so. I think we should all just yeah, let's just take a second because JT is the the beat of this. He's the heartbeat of this show. Mm. He very much is, and I love the man. So yo, JT, keep doing you, brother. Um, back to the matter at hand. Um, I would say that you, I, I think. It is a strong and it's a noble thing to to ask the the father. But I actually think in a situation like this, um, it was a bit different for myself, but I think in a situation like this, I think in modern times to ask both the parents, to sit with them both and say, because actually I think genuinely, I think it would be a touching thing. And I think to turn around to a mother and father and say that, you know, yeah, I've been waiting to do this for a long time. Um, you know, and I think in that situation, I think you saying to the to the the mother, uh, your your know, future mother-in-law, that you know it would be it would mean a lot to me that you know this isn't going to become a thing for everyone tonight. if We could just keep this to ourselves. And then I think everyone in the situation feels that they're involved. I think if if you turn around and say uh, to your you know your sort of father-in-law to be, oh yeah yeah, you know I want to you know you know. Would you allow me to marry your your daughter? Which you know is is it's a sweet sentiment, whatever you're gonna whichever angle you're gonna come at it. Um don't tell your wife go and tell your wife not to tell anyone else. I think feels like you're straight away ostracising your your mother in law. I think sitting them both down, having a nice chat, um I think I think it, it sort of I think it yeah, it builds a sort of relationship with you all there. Yeah, if I'm gonna be honest with you, like, you know, out of my parents, my dad's probably a far bigger one, both my parents are gossips. So uh, I sort of like, you yeah, know. I um I did get out. Know, my father-in-law actually is a very yeah. He's he's a very sweet man. He's he's a sort of person you yeah keep it to himself. But um yeah, I think <laughs> sure enough there. Um, but I think <laughs> just Ron's face. Um, I think tell them both, man. Sit them both down. Sit them both down. Cup of coffee. I think that you, Tom and a chocolate twist from Costa. Shout out chocolate Tom, twist from Costa.
1: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful advice. Thank you. Uh, I, can I just say? Once again, the wolf has delivered. Man, I'm not just here special. to
0: howl and make you just.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Tom. Yeah. Uh, shout out the chocolate twist. The Ranganathan boys uh, Costa pastry of choice. That, the chocolate twist.
0: It doesn't surprise me. They are they three it. young men with incredible taste. They love you, actually. They're going to be very excited that you like the chocolate twist. Yeah, I, love I love the, the chocolate man. twist. Mm so I tell you what I like the chocolate twist. My gut doesn't. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> you can quote me on that. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, um,
1: anon, uh, I totally agree with Tom on that. Um, I, I gen- look. The truth is, uh, I think if you if you say please, can you keep it a secret? They probably will do. You know, that that's the truth of it. So. Um, I love that idea of, of asking both the parents and, yeah. and and letting them in on it. And I I think actually that it's a really lovely way of bringing them in. It's a really respectful way of doing it. It's uh, it is it is insane to be asking the dad,
0: isn't it? In a way,
1: yeah. I think I, it know, is. Old, I know it's old school, but it is it's mental.
0: And also in the time, let me just say by the way, when this became a thing, in the time when this became a thing, fathers had little to do with their bringing up of their children, mm. but mothers did all of the heavy lifting. They did all of the, and and they're going to, you know, this is, you know, maybe a generalization. But men of that generation weren't, you know, like most men with that, oh, can I marry you? You know, I'd love love to marry your daughter. I'm in love with her. Yeah, go on then, mate. Yeah, great. Enjoy it. Do you want a pint? Yeah,
1: but I think it's something to do with
0: like, isn't it something to do with like families coming together and all that shit? Yeah, but again, it's like, who does all the heavy lifting? It's like Mm. nine times out of ten, it'll be the the mother-in-laws getting together and and trying to arrange things to do and like making Mm. sure, you know, and, and yeah. I, mean, I, think
1: I mean, I think I would, I would say an argument that
0: you're basing how the entire world works on how Sutton works. <laughs> no, no. let me just say what it is. It's the old bullshit thing of like the surname stuff. We've done this. We did it very early on mm. in this, this podcast. It is the mm. thing of the, mm. the surname. Mm. It's like I'd like to give you, yeah, I, I'd say, and I'm going to be honest with you, I think probably 95% of the world would like to change their surname. 95% of the world would like to change their surname. Yeah. I don't know many people in my life who are really happy with their surnames. My friend James DeFront, very happy, great surname. Mm. Actually, him and his wife, because his wife, her surname was Power. So that's two really cool names that have merged. Yeah. But really a lot cool. of people, I'm not particularly happy with Davis. They should have merged that and gone with Power. Yeah, oh, mate, that would have been sick. Right. Yeah. Mine is Davis. What's wrong with that? I don't, it's just, well, it's exactly, yeah. I'll tell you what's wrong with it. It's the Shrug Romish. What? It's the shrug. What's wrong with that? I'm There's shrugging at your distance. It. It's very I'm beige. Shrug- I'll tell, it- tell you what, mate. It's a croissant in a world of fucking chocolate twists. Davis is a yeah, surname. Yeah, okay, have got any yeah, chocolate but Tom, twists? Tom, Tom, Tom. Oh, we haven't Tom, got them or they- any cinnamon swirls. We've got some croissants left. There is your surname.
1: Yeah, okay, but we're, we're, you're just naming people. We're not the fucking Avengers. You don't have to have a name that makes somebody go, oh my God, that's so sick. Or, I'm going to be called Jackhammer fuckwit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you just have I a just normal think some name.
0: I t- uh, Hawk, Hawks, another cool nickname. I've got a friend called, with a surname Hawks. I just, yeah. Okay. Even your surname's uh, really cool. Reagan Nathan is a really cool surname. It is an amazing. Well, uh, what was Lisa's, what was uh, Lisa's just, surname you before? You possibly undermine it by saying even. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 what was Lisa's surname before you got married?
1: Even your foreign name's quite cool. <laughs>
0: no. But what was Lisa's surname before you got married? Lisa's surname was Maynard. I guess that's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, actually, it's quite a lot like Catherine's. Catherine's was Morphew. Morphew's quite a lot. yeah. Yeah, she didn't know we liked it, really. Uh, We thought about combining. Have we we talked about this? Yeah, we did early on. Yeah. Yeah. I could never imagine you called Romesh Maynard. No. But it could have been Romesh Ranganard. That would have been cool. See, there's nothing. Your name, you know, you could literally link to any other surname it's called. Yeah. Rangavis, if me and you got married. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah.
1: Rom and Tom Rangavis invite <laughs> you to their special day. See? They were new in their vows because Tom's had that affair for a year. Yeah.
0: So, and mine would have been for you if, if we'd combined, or Daynard. 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, should we do one more? Yeah. Good luck. Good luck, by the way. Okay. This is from The Manatee. Wow. Hi, big wolf, little owl. (laughs) (laughs) And the the majestic swan. Short message to say I feel for the swan after the beef stock incident on your wedding night. Going back to the aliens chat, there's been a lot of news recently about UAP, UFOs caught on camera by the US Army, and other chat that we're close to finding extraterrestrial life. This got me thinking about how humans as a species don't have a great track record of dealing with other species. I can have. This is very apt. What do you think humanity's reaction... Do you know what? For a quick email to finish off the podcast, this has been, I would argue, potentially an error. This has got me thinking about how humans as a species don't have a great track record of dealing with other species. What do you think humanity's reaction to finding extraterrestrial life would be? And why do you think that reaction would end up with our imminent demise? Love the work, guys, brackets, and gal, the manatee. Wowzers. You
0: know what? I I think everything we've been talking about on this podcast, really, with vis-a-vis pigs and all the other stuff.
1: Um, well, hold on, hold on.
0: Do you, do you, is there an
1: argument that we could use your your wrap-up to deal with this email? Wowzers. I, I
0: mean, I, we've not done it before, but I mean... Uh, yo, Messi, what's that you're passing me? Oh, it's not a ball, it's the buck. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh no let's answer it okay no no no, it. no no I, no I, you know i'll take, you,
1: take your point no, take no
0: no actually well, that yeah time yeah. is time is pressing and i think i've got something here okay go on yo take a look at yourself who are you yeah you're a human or a very clever animal who somehow managed to switch this podcast on and listen to it shout out to the pigs in the world but Maybe in a way, sometimes we enclose our thoughts just to think too much, really, about just being human and our own plights and our own injustice. And for that, there is many. But how do we want to be perceived? Like sometimes when you're walking past a farm, you know, do you go for a piss in the bushes not thinking about that that's actually a cow's bed or where a horse likes to lay his head? You know, do you ever think about what a dog or a cat may think about you. (laughs) Probably not. Though you carry a consciousness about them. The truth of the matter is, out there somewhere might be a group of people or a group of species who are actually more intelligent than us. And one day as we're being filed into fields or aquariums uh, by (laughs) these species, we shall cast our minds back and think of the earnest pig, stroke cow, stroke horse or even an emu, and think, you know what? Maybe we should all try just to be a little bit kinder. I'm not saying don't eat meat. I'm saying value the stock from whence it's from. Well, that was... (laughs) (laughs) Arguably, that's... That's not me with a hot pie. I think i bit off more than I could chew. <laughs> <laughs> that was really lovely, Tom. That was really lovely. I tried for a uh, bit of point, poignancy. Poignancy? Poignancy. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. no, really nice. uh, Actually, yeah. can I just say one thing as well? And this is my bad. At the end of last week's roundup, I really wish we'd put Whitney Houston in singing. Why? Well, because it was all about Whitney Houston singing. I feel was like it? we should, yeah. We should have. Oh, right, okay. Um, Would you want
1: to put... Why don't you request a tune to go in here now? Uh, yeah. So, um... So let's think about the messages from what you're saying when we're being put into sort of uh, aquariums yeah. and just have, have a respect for different life forms, I guess. Is, yeah.
0: Is what we're... Can you think of a song that does that? No. Something by like Celine Dion, maybe. By the way, I've been listening to a lot of Celine Dion and I find... i find a lot of solace within Celine's voice.
1: I I, I don't even want to know what set of circumstances led you to press play on that. <laughs>
0: Listen, we can't all be cool fucking guys sitting there with our fucking sneakers on listening to hip hop. Sometimes Speaking
1: yeah. of which, speaking of which, just very quickly, I know this is not a hip-hop podcast. Yesterday, Kanye West dropped his new album. Yeah. One hour and forty-five minutes, that album is. Is it good? I've got no idea. Have you listened to it? I've listened to it once. Uh I'm gonna I'd love you to listen to it, Tom. A little bit of homework for you. I will listen Let's to see, it. Let, let, why don't we tell. Why don't we tell the Wolf and Alpac what we think of the album uh, when we next meet? Yeah. Speaking of which, we might do an Insta Live, might we? Because you and I are meeting up soon, aren't we?
0: Yeah. So looking, I'm we looking forward jump on, to seeing,
1: seeing you. Oh, we, to, should jump, we should jump on the Insta Live and give some people some of that. Give no, some, some, of some of that, that sweet, jus. Jus. that sweet, sweet, you. Yeah. okay. We should have ended this a few minutes ago. That, that much is clear. Uh, Tom. Well, you know absolute,
0: what? What? Song-wise, I'd like to throw out a dedication. Go on. This one's for you. Greatest love of all. Oh, very nice. Uh, James, please only play
1: 15 seconds of it. I don't want to pay for it. Tom, I love you, brother. Love you, man. See I'll you, speak to you soon.
0: I'll see you in Blighty real soon. Peace out. Peace, brother.